The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Your hosts are Ken Roshan and Gisela Gonzalez. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. And now, here are your hosts, Ken and Gisela. Hello, this is Ken Roshan, our second show of the new year. Happy New Year still. And Gisela Gonzalez. And Gisela actually lost her voice. She found just enough uh, vocal cord just to say her name. And uh, Gisela, you also promised us you'd say hello, too. Hello, this is Gisela Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so rest your voice and enjoy the show. Uh, we have several uh, sponsors here. We have the Umbrella Marketing Book. We have the Mobilizer, Pokerpreneur, Wexler Marketing Group, Swag Dog, and Voice America. And we have three segments. So we're going to have uh, Josh Silverstone from Pokerpreneur. And in the first, we're going to have Malik Jaffer from the Mobilizer. And then we're going to have Zev Wexler uh, for the third segment with Wexler Marketing Group, and he'll be joining. He'll be joined by Monica. So, Josh, welcome to Amplified. Ken, Gisela, thanks for having me. It's so cool that uh, Gisela introduced you to us uh, probably two or three months ago, and then you went on to introduce us to uh, Zev and and I think uh, Malik as well. So, thank you for being the connector and helping make the show a real powerful show. Uh, absolutely, absolutely, we make makes the world go round. Yeah, and see, you just started. You thought we just started the show because J starts before M and Z, but it was really because you were the lineup that started the other two. So I wanted to give that thank you to you first. I appreciate that. My pleasure. So I'm guessing a pokerpreneur is a word you could dissect and kind of figure out what it is. But tell me how you came up with that and um, why you what we would need to know about being an entrepreneur. Yeah, so uh, it kind of happened a little bit over time, a little bit going through the. Uh, entrepreneurial uh, process myself, and really came to taking sort of what my background was in sales and marketing, um, business development, and taking that and really tying it with my passion for poker. So it's a little bit of a um, little bit of poker, a little bit of strategy for business, and really anyone that kind of takes the poker mindset and poker process and applies it to um, even trying to think about business, start a business. And it really kind of anything around it. So it kind of has a couple different meanings, but it's really about um, following your passion, going after decision-making, and calculating risk in a certain way. Okay, and uh, you do this full-time, right? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Aces Raise is the main company, main business that we started, and Pokerpreneur is really the program underneath where we go either into companies, do some team-building training exercises, or just teach them. Um, great important lessons to uh, upcoming entrepreneurs. And what kind of lessons would that be? 
uh, it could be about uh, adapting to different people, um, where I think that's kind of one of the biggest things you learn, both at the poker table and both in the business world. Even though your strategy is a little bit different, uh, it's really about understanding uh, the folks that you're sitting at the table with or even or understanding the people that you're about to do business with. And in poker, it's a little different. Your strategy is more because it's a zero-sum game, I win, you lose, except in the business world, the kind of the difference is it's more about collaborating and working together, which... Um, as you can see from just uh, putting this radio show together to get uh, today, relationships and connecting and um, kind of that strategic standpoint, um, that's really how you grow and um, expand. So you do this in a consulting manner? Uh, consulting, uh, team building, and also uh, some uh, video training that we're starting to put together as well. So, uh, yeah, some consulting for companies or working with entrepreneurs. So a company calls you, they're intrigued by hearing you about you on the show or on your social media and they say, you know, what are, what are you going to teach us? Uh, can you give a little more uh, specific example of how the, how you teach it or what you teach them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I, poker is a game of uh, math, psychology, decision-making, risk-taking, handling pressure, creative thinking, all important leadership strategies, things that are uh, really good uh, for sales teams and salespeople. So we would come in uh, teach a little bit of poker strategy, give some basics and fundamentals, tie that into important business lessons. Uh, one, like I mentioned before, in terms of adapting to people, going, taking good calculated risks, really breaking that down, mindset and decisions. And we'll teach those strategies as well and then have a fun poker tournament as part of it to kind of reinforce some of the lessons. So it's really taking team building development and training and doing it in a very fun way. So you're saying, uh, I think you're saying, that the better you are at poker, the better you would be at being successful in business? Absolutely. Absolutely. Some of the best uh, poker players are on Wall Street or some of the best hedge fund managers and, and such are poker players. A lot of people out in Silicon Valley are uh, poker players and a lot of the most uh, competitive athletes are sometimes go and play in the World Series of Poker. Presidents have played poker. So it's just a game that really about being quick on your feet, focusing on the process, not the results. It's just a game that really has a lot of great life lessons you can kind of take away. And I imagine that helps you a lot with risk management and also obviously taking sound chances. Absolutely. Um, you know, in Texas Hold'em particularly, there's 160 different, 169 different possible hands you could play. So it's really about focusing on where your best opportunities are, which is a lesson we can take for anything that we do. So you, you, in essence, are really helping people exercise their mind to be better at managing how they take risk, solve problems, and play in business, right? Absolutely. You said it perfectly. Okay. So uh, how did you get this p- a passion? How did this passion develop? Uh, I think it kind of started when I was uh, younger. I, I grew up, I loved playing games. Uh, me and my siblings and oldest of four, we used to make up our own games. Uh, my dad taught me chess. Uh, which I uh, consider to be one of the ultimate games of strategy, and I was a pretty good, um, pretty good chess player growing up. And then uh, when I got into uh, college, I uh, really got more into poker, starting to kind of explode and, um, and blow up, especially when in 2003 a guy by the name of Chris Moneymaker, real name by the way, accountant from Tennessee, was an online qualifier for and ended up winning the World Series of Poker, and the game just exploded. So kind of at that point in time, uh, I really I basically was playing professional while in school, winning enough consistently to cover my expenses, and then started studying the game. Um, and uh, really, that's kind of how poker really developed for me then. Were you working a job where you had to draw a check before you, you became an entrepreneur? 
Uh, yeah, when I was when I went to school for criminal justice, uh, which uh, I don't think actually was all in vain, because one of the important lessons that we learned when I learned from studying that was uh, really why people do what they do and behavior, which came into um, really good use for what I do uh, or for learning poker, but also what my background in career after graduating from school was, which was in uh, sales and marketing consulting, uh, which I did for ten years before I decided to kind of um, start my own thing. That's a lot of uh, business experience. I mean, you've done a lot with your life already, you've, and you have a book you're working on, correct? Uh, yeah, I still have a lot more to uh, do, uh, both in life and uh, on the book itself, and hopefully some more good chapters that I'll be able to write with some more experience. But, you know, that's, that's kind of what it's all about. You, you live, you learn, and you adjust and adapt and sort of keep moving forward. So that's what I tried to do. And I met you through uh, ProView, so technically uh, they help solidify at least the beginnings of a, a conversation relationship. And you do a lot of tie-in with your poker with charities. Is it, how do you do that? Uh, absolutely. Um, it's, it's a few things. Uh, definitely uh, I, I donated some silent auction items as well. It's um, still some silent auctions where we'll um, be able to, the charity will be able to auction it off. People will buy these like poker training packages or game night packages for their house, so that it helps the charity raise money that way. And then also uh, for Cards for Kids, or the charity is actually devotion to children, they have an annual poker tournament um, called Cards for Kids. This is going to be the sixth year coming up and so on September 24th that I'm a part of. So for them, that's actually the whole event. It's actually built around a uh, poker tournament, and people come in and play, and uh, we have sponsors, and uh, we raise a little over $20,000 each year. So I have a Sneaky suspicion this year is going to even be any, even better since we're getting a good jump on it and has some great things in place. Well, one of the things I'd like to encourage you, and I know Gisela would as well, is to please post the events because I think there's a lot that uh, it seems like you have a lot of fun doing your job. I don't even think it's a job for you. <laughs> it's just it's just living for me. It's just living. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool that you get to wake up and do what you want to do. There's, not, there's a lot of people that wake up and go to a job and they feel it's a job. So I, I can tell that you're very passionate about it. And, uh, you know, Malik, who's coming our next, he was kind enough to create a texting program for all, the, all of us uh, prior to this show. And I want to encourage guests that want to learn more about Josh to text 803 803- Zero nine. You'll be hearing this number throughout the show eight zero three zero nine, and simply type Aces, and you will be connected with Josh. And of course, Josh will be uh, featured on our our like page as well as some of the events he's been speaking about. So, t- what's the big uh, plan for twenty sixteen? This is a new year. What what's going to be different for you this year? Oh man! Uh, well, we have some great uh, some great things in place now. Actually, um, with Malik and. Uh, with uh, Zev Wexler as well. Uh, we have some great uh, marketing strategies and plans in place, and also with uh, you and the Umbrella Syndicate as well. So I think a lot of the foundation and support um, is going to make uh, this year even better than last. But also have um, a couple other speaking engagements and events coming up, as well as an app launching, which we're very excited about. Um, should be in the Apple and Android store by the end of January. So um, that's kind of the the newest thing coming out next, and we'll, uh, we'll see where the rest of your takes us from there. And I've been getting some emails from you, thanks to the Wexler Marketing Group. Uh, how does one opt into that? Uh, the, if you actually uh, go to, right to our website, acesraise.com, there is a um, page there. Little thing will pop up. We're on the sidebar on the blog and some of the main pages. You can pop your information on uh, in there, and we'll start getting some great content and uh, information from us. 
And every single thing that's going to be relating to opting into email programs or the texting programs, if you guys would be kind enough to uh, post this on the Amplified Radio Show, we'll go ahead and circulate it, share it, and, uh, and I think it'll connect us all a little better. So how did you meet our, our fellow colleagues on the show? Uh, through various networking uh, events. I'm trying to remember which one exactly uh, where. I think, uh, you know, in the, the, the DMV area, some of the networking events, you kind of bump into uh, people in different places. So I, I don't know if I, I can keep, keep track which one. Maybe they uh, remember exactly. But uh, just running in the, you know, some of the same uh, networking circles, if you will, um, just start to build, see each other and build up a relationship. Well, Malik, do you, do you recall how you met Josh? Yeah, well, I, I do. I, it was just, we crossed two ways. Uh, one was a pro view with uh, Doc Walker, uh, and the other was uh, through Cards for Kids and uh, Lady named Yasmin Bonilla. Uh, and that's, uh, that's where we really hit it off, uh, playing poker together and uh, uh, learning about uh, uh, how to network and business and uh, just making connections. I mean, it, it's, not a, you know, it's not a hard thing. Uh, when you're just being yourself and you're and you're out there having fun like uh, Josh and I and I do and Zeb uh, it does as well, then you, you just you make friends along the way. It's great. Are you trying to say that Zeb has fun too? I mean, that's that's quite a statement on a live radio show. <laughs> we all have a lot of fun, believe me. <laughs> hey, Zeb, do you recall how you met Josh? I do. Uh, Josh and I met playing poker actually. So we were at a friend of ours. He does this. Uh, networking poker night his name is daniel and we met uh just uh shook hands a couple of times on a couple of games and then we just became friends we were just friends for a while till we understood we can help each other in business as well so i'm guessing you won all the money that night and josh chose to forget the exact night that he met you that's why he couldn't tell the story <laughs> no, 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 I no, no. I was I the wish. one who won the money. I'm sorry. I have to cut in. We all met all the same day, and I was one. Josh, you have to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gisela does have an unbelievable uh, poker skill, natural ability, I will say. I've, I've, I have seen her win on multiple occasions, and Gisela, thank you for uh, chiming in with what's uh, left your voice there to for, make sure I mention that for you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not uh, going to mess with Gisela on this one. <laughs> hey, Josh, what's your favorite poker movie? Oh, Rounders, hands down. Have you seen Rounders before? Of course. I've seen it like 10 times. I mean, Edward. Right. Yeah, classic. <laughs> I think uh, that one, and before that, it was Maverick for me, actually. Yeah, I don't know if you ever saw Maverick. But uh, yeah. Jodie Foster, James Garner. Yeah, it was, that of course. was classic in the day. And have you heard of uh, Sucker? What's it called? The Sucker, S-U-C-K-E-R, Sucker. Uh, no, I haven't seen that one. It, it just came out, brilliant movie, um, and it, it is about poker. And I actually bought it and watched it twice, so I highly encourage you to watch it. Uh, the movie is about how uh, they make suckers of anyone that plays the game of poker with them. So it's, it's, a, it's a nice twist on uh, the, the sure. Awesome, yeah, yeah. check that out. Thank you. And. What are some tips that you could give us, uh, kind of closing out the segment, that would help us be better poker players and better business people? It's uh, a good question. Um, you know, the, the game encapsulates so many different things, but uh, one thing I'll say for sure is 
really embrace being able to adapt to a situation. I think that's sort of the, the, the key thing. So given this, you can plan and have something ahead. You know what you're going to do given a certain situation, but to still always allow for some flexibility. So be focused on what you're going to do, what your plan is in this situation, or what you're going to do when you get this hand, or what you're going to do in a, you know, a meeting per se. But keep keep an open mind and just sort of allow for kind of the extemporaneous uh, things to kind of happen and allow it to come out naturally. So you know, it's kind of a big, broad statement, but I think it's uh, an important one. Okay, so give me a dilemma that you... Uh, deal with in a poker game that would actually translate into a business. For instance, you have a hand, and this hand, it's a decision of whether you play the hand or not. How, do, how does that correlate with a business decision? So I, I guess uh, in, to, to keep it simple, um, sometimes in, in poker, you're dealt a really, really good hand um, before any other cards are dealt. So there's kind of several rounds about it, that in the first round, pre-flop, you're dealt just two cards face down. And let's say you have one of the top hands in poker, aces, kings, or queens. That's a really good hand. It's the top three hands in the game. But then when more cards come down, the first is the flop, and so it's a, basically a series of events. You can look at it that way. And based on the, the texture and what's going on, your hand could go from really, really good to really, really bad. But if you're very stubborn, you kind of won't let go with it. Sometimes you can end up losing uh, a big hand or a big situation because maybe you should, you're better off just letting it go instead of hanging on for it too long. So the key is to be uh, to pay attention to well, one, what's happening in the situation, the other people involved, and if this opportunity that once was good is still a good opportunity. So um, sometimes, even though it was a good hand, sometimes it's best to just uh, to let it go. And um, I think that's, a, again, important reminder for us all. And I'm guessing that's kind of the distinction between a, a good poker player and a bad poker player, right? Uh, certainly being able to fold when you know you're deep because, um, is an important one because people get very um, emotionally attached to a situation or a hand instead of just saying, you know what, I, I, maybe this was good, but I know it isn't now, and I know I need to pivot and move forward. And that's kind of summa- uh, is a summation of uh, poker or, I mean, gambling in general is not to be emotionally attached. Absolutely. You really you have to focus on just making the best decisions, something we talk about in poker um, all the time, making, taking calculated risks. You can't, you can't do nothing. Like, you can't just sit back and play it safe. You do have to go out and put yourself out there, but you can do it in a, a smart way and minimize your losses and come out ahead more often than not by just putting yourself in good situations. So when you go into a, a room, at a, either a tournament or one of your poker nights, are, are you you're pretty comfortable going in there and saying, I, I'm going to walk out with more than I came in with? I mean, is that uh, pretty much every time? You know, I, I, that's one way of looking at it. I, I don't really, I guess, take that perspective necessarily because you can't control the outcome. You just have to focus on the process. So I more say, I kind of go in, you know, I say, I'm going to go through everything I can do to give myself the best chance of winning. And whatever happens, happens, and not being too attached to the results. So certainly at the end of it, I'll say, okay, what could I have done better? What could I have spoke? What could I control? What can I control? Not letting the things that happen that were outside of my control affect me. And then, you know, being able to say, okay, is there anything I could have done better? If yes, then let's work on those things and spend some time. If no, I'm going to move on and not spend any more energy focusing on it. Uh, that said, 
you know, I, I, I like my, I, I studied the game a lot. I like my chances, you know, any, any time I get in there, but you're not going to win a hundred percent of the time, even if you do everything right. So, um, just try to go in and, uh, do the best I can. All right. Well, let's go ahead and, uh, give your contact information and, uh, we're going to roll out this segment and start off with Malik when we get back. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, and Josh Silverstone, uh, the website is acesraise.com. And uh, again, you can text uh, ACES, A-C-E-S, to 80309. Very good. And uh, I guess one closing question is, when you saw Zeb at the poker table, did you get a little intimidated? <laughs> I don't know how Zeb has this intimidated, you know, intimidating uh, persona. I mean, I, I, I kind of understand, you know, when he's there and, you know, buttoned up, looking good in his suit and serious face, but the guy can have fun and joke around like the, like the rest of them. So and I definitely know that way too. So, all right, we're um, going to give, we're um, going to give Zev a chance to answer that in a way on his turn. So we're going to, uh, in this segment and come back in a minute or two. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash the Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Effective leadership is what will propel the world, organizations, and businesses through a range of dynamic changes. How do you keep up with these changes, build skills, and lead effectively? Listen for Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf. Maureen offers tools and engaging guests who are leaders in their field. With each week, you'll work on and improve your skills to lead with confidence and drive your organization's success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All right, this is Ken and... This is Gisela. And we are back for the second segment. Gisela asked me to go ahead and be her voice for the, the remaining part of the show. So Malik is joining us at this point, the mobilizer. And uh, I guess a lot of people probably stop you in the street, Malik, and say, what is mobile marketing? I mean, what is it really? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, thanks, uh, thanks Ken, for having me on. Thanks, Gisela. I know that... Uh, Giselle and I have been batting around for the last couple of years of partners, various partnerships uh, in terms of marketing and getting together. So it's great to make this a triad with Josh and, uh, and Zeb and you. Uh, it's pretty incredible. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, the thing is communication over time has changed, right? And, and we don't necessarily recognize how communication's changed over time. So, you know, before maybe there was the Pony Express, then maybe we had Morse code, 
you know, there were telegrams, then there was the phone, uh, then there was a fax machine, and then we came along with email, and now there's things like, you know, apps and text marketing and so on. And so we don't necessarily, as we go through our day-to-day, we don't necessarily stop and pause and say, oh, what is, what is email, or how do I use text in business, or how do I use app, or how do I use marketing automation? Um, and so people are realizing, I think, intuitively that they need to go mobile, but they're not sure why and they're not sure how. Um, and mobile marketing is, it's, I'm going to make it simple and I'm going to make it complicated, right? So mobile marketing is simple. It's, it's marketing using a mobile device or mobile things like phones, tablets, wearables, et cetera. But the question is, it's the how and the why that you use mobile and those tools to get you where you want to be with your clients and your customers. Okay, and what would be uh, an important reason to use mobile marketing for business? Right, so so people are spending a lot of time on the phone. I mean, if you've, if you've been on the streets, if you've been in stores, if you've kind of been in society at all, you know, which most of us kind of have, you're going to see that people are using phones, right? So people are using their cell phones every day. And, and what we're seeing is that people spend a ton of time on their phones, right? So... So the question is, what are you know what are what what are people doing on their phones? Well, virtually um, it, most of us, on average, are going to check our phones 110 times a day, right? 110 times a day. That's that's crazy, right? So I mean, just think about this: that if you sleep for eight hours a day, you know, most some of us do, some of us don't, um, you know. But let's just say you do. So that's 16 hours a day. That means we're checking our phone every eight or nine minutes on average. Every eight to nine minutes, we're checking our phone. Two-thirds of us are sleeping with our phone within arm's reach. So we've got our phones. It's with us. We're checking it all the time. And so what are we doing on with that time? Well, we're spending, you know, about um, 25% of that time talking on the phone. I mean, isn't that what phones were kind of designed for, to be talking on the phone? Um, but about 20% of the time spent texting, 15% on social media, 15% visiting websites. Um, 10% on email and the rest on other stuff. So a lot of time is being spent um, using the mobile device. Um, and and what, why does that matter? Well, it matters because, because your customers want to be, uh, and your clients, they want to be reached by text. There's some data that, that shows that, you know, 70 to 80% of people um, want to uh, want to have mobile access. They, they, if they have mobile access to you as a business or as an individual that's doing business, they're going to perceive your quality to be higher, and they're actually going to be able to buy from you. They'll buy from you more. Um, and it, it, look at dollars and cents, right? Black Friday sales. Sixty percent of Black Friday sales this last year was mobile based. Uh, that's way, way up from the year before. Um, and not just that; it didn't tend to be on Saturday. It kind of sustained through Monday, Tuesday. So we saw this elongated process because people are out and about, they're doing their life, they want instant gratification, and they'll, they want to be able to see and access you from the device that they want. Uh, they don't want to stop at a desktop and find you. They don't want to look at a billboard to find you. They want to, um, you know, go through the yellow pages to find you. They want to find you on the phone the way they want, not the way you want. Yeah, highly efficient. And, uh I guess I guess that leads to like it, it, what point is it an invasion of privacy? 
Yeah, I mean, that's really important, right? Because we were, were on our phones and, you know, we had the do not call list and people, were, you know, calling and spamming us at home at, you know, at 7 o'clock in the evening when we're having dinner. The thing with, the thing with mobile applications, so let's look at two of them for a second. Let's look at apps, uh, mobile apps. You know, there's two point something million apps available between the iOS and the, uh, the Android store. But the average person will only use 24 uh, apps in a month on average. Now, when you download an app, you get asked, um, you know, I got 100-plus apps on my phone. I use a few of them, but I get asked right away, do you want to get push notifications? Well, what that means is the owner of that app or the business wants to send you notices about stuff. And, and part of that is, like, messaging. And what we're seeing is that over the last three years, there's been a decrease in the number of people that are opting in for that. And, and as of last, uh, last year, a couple of months ago, the last data that I saw was that only 40% of people opt in for push notifications. So most of the people are not opting in. They want to, they want to be able to access you on their time. Um, text messaging, on the other hand, which is, which is one of my core, um, core areas that I work in, we have a 98% read rate with text messaging. And people want to get uh, messages. They're very short. They're very sweet. Right to the point gives them what they want. Um, we see very few opt-outs. The thing with commercial text messaging is that it's a voluntary opt-in, no spam ever. So when, when you're texting into to ACES um, at, to, at 80309 to reach um, Josh, or you're texting Wexler to 80309 to reach um, Zev or Mobilizer, which is my word, uh, to 80309, you know, it's voluntary. You're opting in. You're never going to get spammed. You're only going to get messages from that business and that company. And that occasionally, you're not going to get text messaging all the time. You're not going to get it at 5 a.m. You're going to get something very reasonable once, maybe twice a week if it's a high-volume retail store. It, you know, if you think about it, it's the most intimate form of communication after the phone. Um, you know, you talk on the phone with family and friends, business associates, but basically you're texting family and friends. And so it's a trusted relationship that from a commercial standpoint, from a business standpoint, you want to be very, very mindful of and, 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 and really respect that. And when you respect that and, the, and you're giving a customer client information and resources and access to things that they really want, then you're giving them what they want and they're going to value that and they're going to stay with you. So you said it's 98% read rate for text. 98% read rate. Absolutely. And uh, what, it, what it, would you speculate if you know it is for email? Email is in the 17 to 20% range. I believe now, that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 70 to 20, it's much less. Now, the thing is, and, and Zevil talks to you about marketing automation. There's ways that you can use automation to, to use that to your favor. Um, and so there's ways to work with that. But in terms of text messaging, I mean, if you look at billboards, radio, TV, print, um, there's nothing that's going to give you 98% uh, like text messaging can. Okay. And how much does it cost to get like a text messaging service? Yeah, so that's a good question. Um, there's, there's a range of things you can do. There's off-the-shelf stuff, just like there is with email. You can do your own emails. You can use an email service provider. You can use automation. There's a, there's a number of ways to do it. Same with text. You can do it off the shelf. You can go really high end. You can go really, you know, low to medium. And I think what I would encourage people to do is, is, is because there is regulatory compliance around text messaging, I would encourage people to use a, a provider. And it's not just having the service, right? You need a marketing plan. You need a marketing campaign. 
Um, you want to know, you know, we in my network, I got over 5 million people using the system, so we know when to send messages, how to frame messages, what is the best call to action, uh, what are the best times of day. Uh, we have the ability to do segmentation. Uh, we have the ability to do things like trivia and uh, sweepstakes and giveaways and polls and coupons, uh, website promotions. We have the ability to do things like uh, uh, review aggregation um, and mobile responsive websites. So if we're integrating those two things together, we can help you with that as well. And so there's a range of things. You definitely want to have your provider provide analytics, monthly, weekly, daily analytics. You want to be able to follow up on a regular basis and make changes. And you definitely want to see return on investment. Now, you know, when you talk about investment for a text messaging provider, the question is, what do you going to get back. And so my retail clients um, are seeing frequently double-digit uh, increases in revenue. Um, I've got one client that uh, who said his business was up 40% over last year, and the only thing he was doing different was text messaging. Now, I'm not saying that everybody's going to get that, but what I do is I charge uh, uh, my, my bottom entries at $6,000 for the year, and I have a $10,000 program, and I guarantee two times uh, the revenue generation of your investment. So it's not a money-back guarantee. If you pay me $6,000 to work with you, you're going to get $12,000 in revenue back. There's no question about it. Well, I'd imagine uh, for our particular problem that we shared with you, it's going to be potentially triple digits because we were disconnected to our leadership base. Uh, the Umbrella Syndicate is a syndicate of yeah. leaders, and I had expressed to you our problem is that it got such to be such a big syndicate membership, plus all the events really stretched us out so much. And with this uh, mobilizer texting program, we're going to be in touch either one time a month or one time a week with all our leaders That's to right. just prompt them of a simple question of what are you doing this week that you want the world to know about? And I can't wait to have you back on the show when we have enough data to just share what a difference I made. I mean, intuitively, logically, if you're talking to people that are influential on a regular basis, even if it's just text, you're going to be in their, the top of their mind and they're going to reach out to you more often or they're going to come up with ideas of how they can work with you. So That's thank you. That's absolutely the case. That's absolutely the case. And just for those people that want that kind of weekly reminder, they can text Abundance52, uh, uh, no space, Abundance52. And if you want a monthly reminder, that's Abundance12, uh, Abundance12 for, for the monthly reminder. And either one of those will get you um, onto that ability to be connected with the Umbrella Syndicate and with the Amplified Program um, and, and really harness and leverage what there is to offer to drive your business and take it viral. And the other component, of course, is that it, it creates really a loyalty program. So for right. like restaurants. Loyalty's huge. Yeah. Loyalty's huge, right? I mean, it costs five to seven times more to bring on a new customer or client than it does to um, have that existing client or uh, customer come back again. I mean, we all know for our businesses, there's one of three things that we want, right? We want more revenue. We want uh, more customers. Or we want those customers that are coming in to spend more. Either way, at the bottom line, you want more money. Uh, for your business. Obviously, you're providing a service. You want to provide a high-quality service, and you want to provide it with the highest level of uh, efficiency and quality and integrity that you can. Uh, but when we can do those things and generate additional revenue for you, that's kind of a no-brainer. And given the 98% read rate, uh, you can actually reward your, your fan base or your, your 
uh, text-based uh, with all kinds of offers when they would be best for you as well. That's right. That's right. You want to incentivize uh, people to come in. I mean, I mean, think about this. When was the last time any business reached out to you and asked you, uh, hey, Ken, um, come back and shop with us? And I'm not talking about the Macy's 20% thing, and I'm not knocking Macy's, but, you know, I'm not talking about the, 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 the big box brand that does a thing regularly every Sunday, you know, Super Sunday or whatever it is. I'm talking about, you know, the place down the street that, you know, Joe's whatever coffee shack that says, hey, Ken, haven't seen you in a while. Come back and visit us. We miss you. Um, or maybe says, hey, you know, haven't seen you in a while. Here's a free cup of coffee. You know, come back and visit us again. We know we appreciate you. We value you as a customer. Rarely do we get those messages. And why not? Um, if you're, you know, if businesses are always hunting the new client, well, what about the existing client? What about, you know, there's some data out of Harvard that shows that most businesses are going to lose 50% of their customer base over five years. It's just it's through moving, attrition, uh, and out of lack of retention, out of lack of respecting uh, your existing client base. Now, if you can slow that flow by 5%, it yields an extra 85 to 100% in revenue because of the lifetime value of that customer and the compounding value of them coming back again and again and again over time. So well, that's huge. Respecting your existing clients is really, really, really big. Now, you have a, a lot of data in our segment here, and I was curious, is this in your book? Is this in your book? It, it, it is in my book. My book's coming out in the spring. It is, uh, it's called Immobilizer. Um, and Good name, I'm, by the way. I'm talking about... Yeah, thanks, man. I'm 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 really uh, I'm really uh, excited by it. We've got some great um, great reviews, great contributions, and uh, the book is basically talking about mobile marketing. It's talking about whys and hows. It's giving some really good advice and tools on what to do um, and how to go about doing it, and uh, providing uh, uh, businesses with a toolkit essentially of how they can boost their revenue uh, using mobile. May I put you on the I spot? Do say, yeah, put me on the spot. Okay, here you go. If anyone opts into your uh, 80309 with Mobilizer, is there any type of incentive for them on getting the book? Absolutely. Type, type, go to Mobilizer 80309. You will find out that it will give you a free copy of the book um, as, soon as, it, as soon as it launches. We were hoping to launch January, but we pushed back. We just have so many valuable contributions from people that I want to make sure we... Uh, you know, are, 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 are having the latest and the greatest in the book. Um, and so, yes, absolutely. Anybody who texts in will get a free copy of the book. And I just want to thank you uh, for uh, redoing the front cover and putting Zev and me on the front cover. I mean, that meant a lot to both of us. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I'm a big guy, and so that double chin was removed. You are in. The teddy bear is in. Uh, Zev, you know, the Zev Wexler teddy bear is in. And, uh of course, you guys are smaller compared to the beautiful face of Gisela, but, but yeah. you're there. Well, uh, please give people your information again on how they can reach sure. you. Sure. Absolutely. So I can be reached at themobilizerguru.com. That's themobilizerguru.com. Um, you can text mobilizer to 80309, and, uh, or you can email me at malik at themobilizerguru.com. One last disclaimer for whether you're texting Zeb or, or uh, Josh at Aces or Wexler or Ampl- uh, Amplified or Abundance 12 or 52. Um, you know, if you have a plan that's not an unlimited plan, message rates may apply. So just, uh, you, we're not charging you for this and no one's charging you for this, but uh, based on your own plan, message rates may apply. 
And at any time, you can always uh, reply stop to cancel if you want to get out of the program. Okay. And uh, I didn't get an opportunity to ask Josh this, but is there a, a quote or a book that you'd like to uh, recommend in closing? Is there a quote that you like to live by or a book you'd like to recommend? Absolutely. Um, there's a lot of quotes I, <laughs> I like to go by. Um, and, and a lot of books I'm recommending. Obviously, I recommend my own book. <laughs> Can I be so bold as to recommend my own book in a couple months? <laughs> um, you know, I think for me, it's, uh, I never get the, the, the quote correctly, but it's something along the lines of, of this. Uh, you know, there is no, um, there is no, uh, there's no power like uh, consultation. Um, there's no strength like uh, uh, truth and integrity. And um, there's no, there's no way to move forward unless you're doing it with others. Um it's it's not an exact quote, but it's it's a, it's a proverb that goes something along those lines. That's a that's beautiful. Okay, well, that's a great way to end the segment. We're going to come back to Zev and Zev. You better be ready with a, a lickety split quote. And and if we uh, finish the program uh, with Josh even throwing a quote in there, then we'll keep our amplified uh, our amplified listeners in the quote game too. All right, we're heading out to I the segment. To. I'll be ready. All right. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash the Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. If you want to learn how to be a better leader, increase your level of business performance, and motivate your team and organization more effectively, listen for Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. Luis Vicente and his guests will share their expertise and enthusiasm in helping you to succeed. It's combining that drive with business skills that will do just that. Tune in live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All right, we're back for the final segment. And while we are in break, we were talking about how impressive it was that Malik actually knew all those statistics and percentages, and then he confessed that most of them were made up. And then I remembered something Josh told me a couple years back when he said 50. <laughs> Josh told me yeah, that 57.6% of 
stats are completely made up anyway. So a little over half of those. 85 percent, Come on. 85%. <laughs> well, Zev said he's going to make up more stats than you've ever heard in a segment before, so I can't wait to hear these made-up stats. So, Zev, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Ken. Thank you for having me on. What was that event we did a, a couple months back? What was that called? It was the Customer Acquisition Symposium. I have to tell you, that was not only a brilliant event, but that lineup of speakers, I am connected with them. I'm actually talking to Mr. Hunter tomorrow, Mark Hunter tomorrow, and it's going to be interesting, but you probably will change my life because of just knowing these people and the fact that they enjoyed the, the photography and the social media stats I shared with them, and so I might, I might be working with them. So thank you so much for that connection. I am, I'm very, very happy to hear that, and all six of them are really world-class and we work with them, and we are very, very grateful to, to be in their influence. Well, I want to start off the show not to make you feel uncomfortable, but I wanted to ask you a really extremely personal question, if that's okay. That's okay. Okay. Um, do you ever feel that there's a gap between strategy and technology? Um, I do. Um, actually, let me introduce everybody. We have uh, one of our partners here on the line, uh, Monica Quintero, which is a huge part of the Western Consulting Room uh, Group. Monica, would you like to take that question? Yeah, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having us here. Um, it's really a pleasure. Ken, how are you? Um, yes, I would love to answer that question because it's actually part of our core of our business. And the reason why the, um, Western Consulting decided to help different businesses with this part. So why do we believe there is a gap in strategy and technology? There are so many companies. There are so many companies out there in marketing. There are so many people doing strategies, and they are great at it. And they go and they help different clients. They see their markets, their weaknesses, their opportunities, and everything. But the thing that they're lacking at is the technology part. There are so many technology, and, you know, we were talking about with Malik, and Malik is one of the persons that have amazing technology to maximize um, marketing efforts, but there are so many technology out there that it's, it's a lot, and it's hard to, you know, bring them up to the strategy. So we have in the other part, like I was saying, the technology, and they are very good at what they do. They are amazing softwares, but they don't know the marketing part. And that's where was the consulting comes in. We realized that there was something missing. We have our clients that have amazing products, amazing services, but they needed a little bit more than just a strategy. They needed to implement the stuff, and we want to help them to implement them. So we bring the strategy, we help them, we know their businesses, we know what they're about, and then we match up with that, with the technology that is out there that we know it can help those businesses, and we go with them side-by-side side, implementing the strategies so they can have the, you know, the results that they need and they can have a return on investment because everything that, you know, that we are doing as business needs to have some good return on investment. So we, that's what we are about. Okay, well, I guess uh, that was a pretty good trick you did on me, Zev, because you said, ask any personal questions you want. And the second I ask the most personal question I can come up with, Monica comes in to save the day for you. So I'm going to ask a less personal question, Zev, uh, because I really, I really want to hear from you. I can't just have every personal question go to Monica. Is that fair? That's so fair. This personal yeah, question really is, is not going to be as much of a heart stringer. This is uh, as, as toned down as I can get personally. What 
is marketing automation? Wow, that's actually, that's a big question. Um, marketing automation is, everybody has, or everybody should have a marketing plan, a marketing department, a way to market their product or service. Marketing automation is a way of automating everything a computer can do better than you, faster than you, cheaper than you, more accurate than you, and give yourself two things. One is a whole lot more time to focus on what you need to focus as the business uh, decision maker, owner, leader. And two, it exposes you to about a hundred, a thousand times more people than you could if you would just do everything on your own. So even though I escaped that personal question, I'll get back to it a little bit because I did kind of trick you and uh, throw Monica under the bus. But we really feel that in this market, there's two types of companies in marketing. Companies that really focus on strategy, messaging, uh, what the customer wants to hear, how he wants to hear it. And then another side that concentrates on the technology. Uh, amazing companies like uh, Malik's, uh, The Mobilizer, Reward Me VIP. And what we found out is there's really a gap. People are struggling because they have, on the one hand, brilliant people telling them exactly what strategies they can do. On the other hand, brilliant people telling them that this is the best technical device known to man, but they couldn't implement what the strategy was telling them into these technology uh, platforms. So marketing automation is making sense of all that, is having the computer, the system, the technology do all the work that you shouldn't do and do it better than you, more efficient than you, faster than you, and then leaving you time to really create money, create a path of income. Does and that answer you get- your question? It did, and it uh, that was a very emotionally well said response. Thank you. Uh, sure. So, what got you in this business? What was the interest? That's a great question. I'm a salesperson at heart. Uh, I love people. I love selling to people. I love teaching and giving, uh, sharing my knowledge and education with people. Um, as the the world changed in the last twenty years with uh, the internet and all the technology. I really understood that when people come to me as a salesperson, it, they almost made up their mind because they are exposed to so much information out there, so many things that they can get their, their hands on before they even call me or let me know that they're interested. So I wanted to be more involved with the part of the decision that's made before the person meets the salesperson. And with really, really um, a lot of experience in sales and very successful in everything to do with sales and business development, I thought that I would be the best person to do so or a great person to do so because I really understand the sales part of the game. And if I can create marketing that just helps sales, one of the pet peeves I have with business in America is 90% of the company I go into, marketing department and sales department are enemies. And that makes no sense to me. They should be the best of friends. And that's what we do. We create marketing that just helps your sales. And we all want to sell, bottom line. We all want to make more money so we can grow our services and help more people. So we focus on marketing that just helps sales. And which company do you think exemplifies probably the best automated um, strategy? 
So, again, there's two kinds. Uh, most companies either do the technology part of the automation really, really well, and there's a few giants in, in the space. We truly partner and endorse uh, techno- a technology company called Infusionsoft. Uh, we're, we've partnered with them for many years, and we love their services. But even they can't really give you good marketing strategy or can really tell you how to bring a market, uh, product to market. That's where the real gap was shown. So there are companies that can do amazing strategy and tell you how you should, and there are companies that physically can spread your message, but there is no company that can really do both in the market right now that we identified, and that's where we try to, to be. We try to fill that gap. Okay, in this segment, obviously, we would not just uh, do justice to all the information that I even learned when I met you for the first time with that uh, consultation. So do you do workshops? Uh, where, where else can people learn uh, more extensively? We, we do. We do a workshop with the small business administrations. We do our own workshops once a month. Uh, we do them at the Tower Club in Tyson's Corner. And the next one is going to be on the 22nd. Um, if anybody sends uh, Wexler to 80309, we'll send you some information. It's a free event, and it's being catered. And maybe even you guys could come. It will be very nice. Um, also, another something I wanted to share with, uh, with the viewers, we came up with a big, uh, fun contest. We're going to offer our company is a full, um, full agency and we do everything. We do specialize and focus on the marketing automation. But for the first quarter, we came up with a contest which one of the people that is going to send us an idea for a marketing video is going to win a marketing video of up to $10,000. Uh, so if anybody wants a free marketing video, they can submit their entrance, entries with us, and hopefully one of you will win a full-fledged perf- professional marketing video. And your videos are amazing. I, I remember you showing me probably about three, and I was kind of dropping my mouth saying, this is a video I would never get tired of seeing, and I, I wouldn't drop out of the video. And that's really important because so many people that make videos, they don't think about the viewer enough, and they get bored at a certain point, and they exit the video. So tell me uh, some of your secrets to why your videos are so impactful. So first of all is telling a story. Um, telling a story is the more, most powerful way to learn. We all learn by telling stories. The best teachers we've ever had are good storytellers. A lot of the best uh, businessmen are good storytellers. And what is a, best, a better way to put a story than on video? And we don't try to sell too much in our videos. We try, as I said before, we try to educate. We try to give. We know that if we give enough and we build our authority, people are going to want to talk to us and they're going to want to do business with us. The number one thing, and this is a tip for everybody that's thinking about doing a video from now on, is calls to action. You have to really think about what are the two or better even three calls to action you want people to do after watching the video. How do you want to impact these people's lives and what do you want them to do? Those are points that you really need to think about and that is the most important thing when we do a video. These are the calls to action. If Ken now watches my video and he enjoys it and he learned from it, what do I want him to do and how do I make him do that? So those are really the key things for us in a video. Uh, A lot of people can do beautiful videos but we want to create videos that make waves and create more money, more business for our clients and for us. 
And can you believe it? An hour has already gone by. So in our last minute or two, please tell me a book that you have been uh, recommending to people and a quote. With pleasure. So I have three books in mind. I'll choose one. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I live my life by that book. Every habit on that book is valid, solid, tested, and proven. Anybody that have not read that book, highly, highly, highly recommended by the late Stephen Covey. Uh, a quote is something that I really live my life by, and it's also by uh, someone who recently died who I, I really loved. I've never met, but I really loved. It's uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer, and the quote goes, change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. And what it means to me is it's not what happens to you, it's what you do with it and how you deal with it. And if people really understand that, I think everybody's going to live a much, much better life. That is a fantastic quote to end the segment with, but I've got to give Josh a, a, a quick second. Josh, you got a quick quote you want to end the segment with? A uh, quick quote, quote yeah. I, um, I have an Albert Einstein quote. It's, uh, everyone is a genius, but if you judge a fish on its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing it's stupid. And I think that says a lot for how different roles people play and the value that different people bring. I um, really love that. Well, I can't wait for uh, Malik to set up a text on 80309 for us to all get together and play poker. So thank you very much. You guys have all been amplified. Happy New Year. And I can't wait for this year to develop by the things we're doing together. Great. Thank you, guys. Have thank a great you. day. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplify. Be sure to join Ken Rashan and Gisela Gonzalez again next Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard.